You are now tuning into Goddess Culture with Jordan and Shanice. Welcome back to Goddess Culture. Episode 24. Episode 24. Oh, before we get started, I just want to say thanks to everybody who's contributed to our GoFundMe campaign. Oh my God. Um, on August 6th, Shanice and I will be distributing feminine care products to women who are in need in the Newark, New Jersey area. Um, we had a goal of raising $300 in two weeks, and we raised it in six days. So, right. You guys More are amazing. More than $300 and donations. Facts. And pretty much everything. Yeah. This is like, it's awesome. Yeah. So, not only do people contribute to our GoFundMe, they sent us money personally, they donated um, toiletries right. and all that type of stuff. So, you'll see video, you'll see pictures. Yeah. We're definitely going to talk about the whole experience and the impact. But yeah, it's going to be dope. And the campaign is called You're a Goddess Regardless. Mm-hmm. And we hope to like extend it everywhere, you know, let this not just be like a Newark, New Jersey type thing. Yeah. So that'd be cool. Yeah. So in the news this week, we have Auntie Maxine <laughs> reclaiming her time. Sister Maxine. And everybody else's. I really love how she's really about that life. Honestly, like, I just, she's... Oh my gosh. I just feel like back in the day, she was one of the people that was like, fight me. Yeah. She's <laughs> like, you have so much to say, fight me. Honestly and truly a savage. And I just like respect her like crazy. Yeah. And this just brings up the fact that people, uh, I'm not going to point any fingers because I think we can all infer, but people just act like you don't have to respect black women or what they have to say. And right. that's not fair. So you don't get to just talk over her if she didn't finish her thought. Right. Your opinion is not any more important than hers. Right. And, and she it's gonna her get, time. Like, answer Exactly. She's going to get that time back. So I saw this guy on Twitter. I would love to shout him out, but I can't think of his handle right now. But he had this whole campaign um, once the Maxine Waters thing happened about like how for the rest of 2017, he's reclaiming his time. <laughs> so literally I'd be like hop on my timeline and I would just see it in all caps like everywhere reclaiming my time reclaiming my time and it's all from this one guy he would post like gifts and stuff like that of, like women rolling their eyes or like I don't know it was just so cute the cutest thing ever right that is really cute yeah I think we should make a shirt I agree reclaiming my time okay <laughs> also guys point out this will be a power spoiler I'm not really gonna spoil anything but I just want to debrief, mm-hmm. okay? Mm-hmm. Like, let it out. Yeah, this last episode was really good. That episode was good, but, like, it was needed because the beef between Ghost and Kanan was really starting to drag, mm-hmm. and it was at the point where they both tried to kill each other. They both tried to put each other in jail. Now what they're going to do next? Like, one of them either got to die yeah, or they need to just... Something needs to happen. So I'm yeah. glad they, like, pieced it up, kind of. Yeah. So now it's time to move on to more important things. Like, Ghost need to get shit in order, you Right? Know? Tommy needs to get back, and they need to see that Julio is and beat Dre up. Like, <laughs> <sighs> okay, this was a facts. I'm so sad about seven one eight. That's my beginning of my phone number. <laughs> <laughs> I shouldn't tell people that. But y'all about to say y'all have a hint. <laughs> now it's like now y'all gonna type in my name. Nine like, million more other options you have to type in before you get her. <laughs> You're closer now, but, but yeah. um. Yeah, that was a good one. Yeah. Shout out to HBO Go because <laughs> it held me down. No, fact. This entire season. Okay, so our affirmation this week 
Life is allowed to be good. Don't think that your good fortune is too good to be true. Oh my gosh, this is me. I always feel like shit be going real good. I be looking around like left and right like, okay, like what's next? What's about mm-hmm. to pop? I be on my toes. Like I don't ever feel like I'm deserving of that much good and mm-hmm. I'm so blessed. So like it's scary. Yeah, it is. Yeah, especially when like there's so many outside forces that we have absolutely no control of in our lives. So when we have a chance to sit back and like kick our feet up, just take a full advantage. Absolutely. Because ugh, let me tell you, People be really getting on my nerves, irritating me. But the day that I wake up and I'm chipper and, you know, I I got to get my coffee before I got to work. I ate breakfast, like (laughs) my aunt and uncle cooked dinner so I could take it to lunch. You know what I'm saying? You start getting nervous? No. Girl, you happy? Finally, I'm at a point in my life where I'm like, (laughs) great. (laughs) She said finally. Yeah. Listen, I'm taking it as it comes. I'm trying to be there. Almost there. Yeah. It takes time. Yes, and unbossed for today. Unbossed this week is our, well, Shanice don't know him personally, but <laughs> hopefully soon, our good friends at Define Me Greek. Yes, that's my friends. I'll okay. package their order. <laughs> so, long story short, uh, a couple years, year or so ago, right. I was a um, brand ambassador for Define Me Greek, and let me tell you, I was at a time in my life where I really wanted to do it, but... It, my schedule really wasn't conducive to it, but these girls were so gracious to me. So it was two AKAs based out of um, California who basically decided that it was time to kick Greek apparel up a notch. Um, so they have Greek apparel that make um, bold statements, and their motto is capturing the essence of your letters one word at a time. The women who own it, um, their names are Shauna and Lena, and I'll tell you they're the cutest, nicest ladies ever. So... Um, another like really sweet thing. They really like to support um, business, like black businesses, and I'm assuming because we have something in common. They wanted to support a little bit too, but um, it was like what a couple months after we got started, they like looked, saw, found our page, and commented like, "So proud of you girls. Keep it up. You know, we can't mm-hmm. wait to see what you guys have going." So I thought that was really cool that they were really open to like support us, and not only did they say it. They bought apparel, so right. they bought God's Culture merch, so that made us feel really happy. And you know what? That's to speak to their character, and just to throw this out there, because this is definitely off topic, uh-huh. but like, just like supporting people. Like, I saw a quote the other day, and it said, when you buy from a small business, like the person who receives that email is doing a happy dance, or saying a prayer, or like say, okay. praying thank you, or you know what I'm saying? That's like real shit, like real shit, like... When I get that notification, like, I Millie rock my whole way through the day because I'm right? like, ooh, I'm doing something right. I start feeling good by myself. Mm-hmm. And even, like, just that support feeling, like, just makes you want to support other people and yeah. just, like, be, a like, a popping community. Uh-huh. Like, when y'all were um, donating to our GoFundMe, every time we got to do that donation, me and right. she would text each other, like, $13. <laughs> yes, like, we were so souped. Yeah. And, like, granted, we had already made up our mind that we were going to pay whatever we didn't make, yeah. you know? we was It was already coming out of our pocket on top of whatever already came out of our pockets. Yeah. Like, we were completely content with that. But to see, like, how many people really, like, bang with us, like, yeah. that was an aggressive word. But y'all know what I meant. <laughs> like, people that really, like, mess with us, like, yeah. y'all vibe with us. Like, Your support is confirmation that we're doing something right. Right. Even y'all comments on Instagram, like, I'd be so souped when somebody be like, hey, girl, like, you cute or, like, something like that. Like, whatever. Yeah. Like, and- I like the podcast, like a shirt. Mm-hmm. Even if you like the freaking back 
background. Like, that shit is love, and I love love. Like, I f- with it. Yeah. I cursed a lot. It, it, not, not too much. It wasn't too crazy. Okay. Um, speaking of supporters, there's just somebody that I want to shout out who's one of our Instagram followers. This girl is, like, so nice. She's so sweet. And when I tell y'all, she, like, literally listens to our show, like, for real, for real. Her name, her um, at name is at Sunflower Lane. Sun, F-L-O-W-R-L-A-N-E. And so we had put out like a um, Insta story that was like, are you all caught up? Because we knew we were recording this week. And she was like, no, with a crying face. (laughs) So she was like, we were like, you have time, new episode drops Wednesday. And she's like, I plan on catching up this week. Um, I'm not going to tell y'all her business. But she said she likes to binge listen to Goddess Culture. And that just made me feel so happy because... She didn't have to say that. Many times right. we think like, oh yeah, that show, or you know, XYZ is good, but I'm not, you don't say it to them. Not right. because you don't want to, but you don't think to do it. But she said that and I was like, dang, yeah. Yeah, we you never know week. what the impact of your word in that second exactly. will do to somebody, you know? Like, I be gas. You tell me I'm cute, girl, you might as well be my best friend. Like, stop playing with me. <laughs> Come sit down over here and let's bond. Right. Because I love that. And I be telling everybody they cute too and stuff. Mm-hmm. Oh, uh, one more thing. Sorry, this should have been in the news section. Um, I just want to shout out an event that God's Culture was invited to. Um, I'm sure you guys have seen it on our um, Insta story, but we were invited to the Woman of Valor event thrown by someone who's very near and dear to my heart. Um, the woman owns MP Affairs. Her name is Marsha Philemon. And basically, she hosts an event to encourage women. And this one is about relationships i think that's like the basis of of what um this one will be about so she have a panel of women one who's married one who's like in a relationship and not married a single man and a single woman and it's really gonna be like an open discussion so there's food there's um favors it's such a cute thing it's like so i went to the one last year and it was really it was really nice so god's watch will be there august 5th Ooh, it's lit yeah. Okay, I'm excited. We'll be in the building. And you guys should come out too. How much are the tickets? Yes, okay, give me one second. So I yeah, think- that's half the thing. So I w- we were promoting it because, we, of course, we want like our goddess culture people to um, attend. Um, so unfortunately, early registration has ended. And those tickets were 35 But regular registration is 50 bucks. Okay. So mind you, you know how we're talking about the support thing. This is a black woman who right. started her own business outside of having a full-time day job, being a full-time mother, taking care of her parents. Right. Living I'm, her I'm life down. as a full-blown adult. So, yes. She's really taken a took a leap out on faith to start this and it's been greatness ever since. Mm, I'm excited. I love events like this. Yeah. Know? I love it. it's like a tea party. No, literally. Like last year it was so cute. They had like a naked cake. Like you know there's like a the trend of yeah, people have like the naked cake. With the no frosting. That's cute. Yeah, and she had like this dessert table. Actually I helped make the background last year with Did her brother. You? So mm-hmm. the food was good. It was really good. And she actually um commissioned goddess culture to make the tat like the centerpieces for the tables and the signs for the food. Oh. Yeah, so she, she supports. She's actually the reason with Love George. I mean, not she didn't commission Goddess Culture. I mean, she commissioned with Love oh, George. Yeah, I was like, I know, you was, looking, <laughs> you was looking at me dumb crazy. I was like, we did? <laughs> when did we do that? No, but she's actually the reason I started with Love George. That's good. Yeah. Like your mentor, to say the least. To say the most. Kind In a way. Basically. She's so sweet. Hi, Marsha. <laughs> okay. <laughs> So, moving on to the topic today, guys. So, let me just start off by saying that me and Jordan are currently downing a bottle of wine, mm-hmm. a bottle of red wine, 
We're not drunk. We're not even... We're tipsy. But we're having a good time. Yeah. And we had a long, stressful day. This is like the first time we've been drinking and talking. Yeah. <laughs> On recording. Yeah. Because we drink and talk all the time. Right. This but is the first time we're doing it in front of y'all. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so we're definitely feeling the flow today. So who knows what we might say. So don't judge us. Mm-hmm. Secondly, we're talking about one of my top two favorite shows out right now Mm -hmm. and it's insecure yeah so if you don't want to hear about the episode you don't want to know what happens you might want to end this podcast now and come back to it when you start the show or if you want a summary like a synopsis of the whole thing because we're going back 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 you know (laughs) so you want to make sure you're like ready to like yeah, because I don't want to hear y'all spoiled it for me. No, seriously. Um, and hey, Issa, if anybody wants to pass this along to my girl, Issa, just, no, you know. No, Issa, I remember one time you was looking for, like, two best friends to be on your facts. show. Facts, 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 facts. And if you're still looking. I mean. I mean, facts. Like, stop playing with And, us. girl, let me tell you how I thought I heard you today. I thought I was near Issa Rae because I was listening to another podcast and she was saying how she's doing her press tour in New York. I'm walking to the train from work and I hear somebody talking mad aggressive. And I'm like, oh, that sounds like Issa. <laughs> so I look to my right, girl, it wasn't you, but it's somebody but out here who has your York. whole voice. Everybody is aggressive. Yeah, okay. I was she's like, from Ohio, guys, please. Just... Issa not even from New York. Yeah. She's from LA, though. And yeah. It's like kind of like Still aggressive. <laughs> <laughs> right. Okay, we're jumping right in. Right. What do you feel like you are? Are you a Molly or are you an Issa? That's a tough question. That's really a tough question. I don't know. I think I'm... I feel like that. I don't know. Am I Molly or am I Issa? What What is a Molly? Yeah, I was going to say, it depends what facet you're talking about. Right, because Molly's like... In this season, she seems more like she's finding herself. She seems like she's working on achieving her career goals more so than achieving like her relationship goals mm-hmm. where someone like Issa who was like so career driven last season talking about like she wanted to change her job and stuff she kind of switched over to the going on dates and like sleeping with her old ex or you know whatever stuff like that so it's like at what point are you in your life if so like what's the the stopping point before you get to the next one mm. I would say career-wise, I'm probably a Molly right now. Like, I'm really, I'm honestly 100% on, like, my grind now, shine later type of stuff. Mm -hmm. Like, as you guys know, just switched jobs, taking on a lot more responsibility, clocking hours that are beyond what I get paid to do, but I know what I'm trying to accomplish, so that kind of is okay for me right now. But then it's like, I'm also low-key a hopeless romantic, so then... That side of it is like an Issa thing. However, I, I'm not sleeping with my ex in any way, shape, or form. <laughs> Just want to throw it out there. I don't right. want anybody to assume. Right. I feel like at this point... <laughs> <laughs> you almost hit me. <laughs> I was like, what's that? No. I feel like at this point in my life, I'm not even like on my career right now. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm still trying to figure myself out because mm-hmm. my next step, as I always tell you guys, like, it's either school or, like, something else uh-huh. because what I'm doing right now is not it. Mm-hmm. Like, it's I'm good right now. Like, I'm content in my career life. But, like, maybe in my, not even in my love life. Like, I'm not ready to get married or anything. Mm-hmm. So what am I? I'm Natasha. 
No, I'm not a Tasha. Oh my god. No, I'm not a Tasha. <laughs> I'm not a Tasha. Next. Next question. <laughs> I'm definitely not a Tasha. I'm not a Molly or Issa. I'm chilling right now. Yeah, and that's a okay. No, definitely. That's a oh. It's like that in between stage. Yeah, super random episode two. Shout out to my girl Amanda Seals. She liked my tweet today. Um, I was just saying how every time I see her, she makes my life. Follow her. She's great. She's a light-skinned girl that's Issa's friend. That doesn't help. She has, like, sandy hair. Just follow Amanda Seals and Instagram. She's so cute. Okay, so my next one is, let's kind of, like, deconstruct these characters, right? So with Molly, right now, like, y'all know from from season one, she kind of, like, in her, this is not my words, in her words, she did too much with men, and Issa kind of told her that, so she, at this point, in her career, in her life, she's like pulling back, and she's seen a therapist. Let's talk about the fact that when she first met with the therapist, lady was like, "So, how is your family life? Or how's work?" And every time, she was like, "Great, yeah, it, it's fine. Love them, right?" My, meanwhile, the whole entire episode, she's destroyed. Yeah, she's distraught. Let's talk about the fact that it's really hard for. Black people to, like, to, open up to yeah, therapy. I yeah. think if we had more therapy in the black community, it would be... we Our healing rate would be at an all-time high. Mm-hmm. Things would be easily, like, not fixed, but understood. Yeah. And the conversation would be flowing. Yeah. Let's be honest. Coming out to your black parents about anything mm-hmm. is a task. Yeah, because when you have something going on in your head, half the problem is you don't know how to articulate it. Right. So you lash out or you... You um get rec- you become reclusive or mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying like things manifest in ways that are unhealthy because you don't know how to address them or you don't know you may not even know what's going on with you you just feel it and you can't identify it and that's right. why therapy is important. That's very true. It helps you articulate how you feel and what you should do next. Mm-hmm. Like I feel like I feel like I needed therapy, but like I, I think I had therapy. <laughs> I actually think I did have therapy. Oh yeah. One time, <laughs> my freshman year of college, I was a little drinking on campus, so they sent me to, like, some double A meetings. But that was, like, my first time drinking. So, like, I was in the meetings, like, no, I'm really fine. <laughs> like, I really don't even like alcohol. I just, like, was trying. It just happened. You know? Yeah. So that was it. Cool. But that was my little form of therapy, and she was real nice. <laughs> I would have went back if I really had a drinking problem, but... I guess yeah. we can't really discuss AA on the air because I was going to ask you some questions. I'll ask, I'll ask when, we get, when we get off. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so now let's touch on Lawrence a little bit. Because I know from a guy's perspective, everybody's like, yeah, Lawrence should have left Issa alone. I'm glad Lawrence is doing what he wanted to do. Shout out to Tasha. Da, da, da. And I'm not saying I disagree because if you get cheated on, I 212% understand wanting to do your own thing. You know what I'm saying? If that person hurt you so bad, you don't feel like it's fixable. You know what I'm saying? I don't know the history. So be it, you know? Right. But then let's, like, low-key touch on the fact that he slept with Issa while still being with Tasha. Is that wrong? Let It ain't right because Tasha... Th- you know what? It's hard because remember that part in the episode where she was like, mm-hmm. um, well, we ain't even exclusive, so it don't even matter. It's whatever. And she was just, like, being upset. Mm-hmm. My thing is, if you're at my house Thursday to Sunday, 
You we, my nigga. Okay, we not just talking on the phone. It's not like let's go out and get drinks every now and then. You eating my food. Right. You know what I'm saying? I'm, you I, know where shit is in the ex- house. You're no longer a guest. You know what I'm saying? If you want something, you go up and get it. Like right. At this point, you my nigga. You need to start acting like it. Right. So this was what just makes th- that brings up for me how it makes me uneasy when people are like still like involved with their exes in ways. Mm-hmm. And not that he was super, still super involved because it's not like they were talking a lot. They obviously weren't. They were only talking about, what'd she say? Bills and something, bills and yeah. rent or something like that. But the point is, this is what makes me weary about being with somebody who's still attached to their ex. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah. Like, I knew they was going to sleep together. Yeah, just, I could tell. It just I could makes sense. totally, totally tell. But that's not just on a camera thing. That's a real life. This yeah, stuff that's happens. a real life thing. And, like, that happens all the time. Yeah. Like, this happens all the time in, like, relationships, whether it be the girl or the guy. Mm-hmm. People cheat. And then you have to decide, make that big decision after you was talking heavy, talking about you and never get back with this person. And then, you know, some people do. Like, mm-hmm. they get back with them because you love them. And, mm-hmm. you know, that's fine. But then some people don't. The problem with Lawrence is that he don't know what he want to do. So now he got two people's hearts he's playing with. Mm-hmm. And that's a dangerous, dangerous that's a, thing. You know, because you don't know what mentality women have. Granted, this is a show, but, like, mm-hmm. in real life. Like, this is some shit that be on the ID channel since I'm an avid ID channel watcher. I know, like snapped. the third person snapped. <laughs> like them it'd be like snap, like snap something. That's really what be happening to these ladies. Like you be playing with them and they pull out an insurance on your ass and then, <laughs> and then you're gone. Next thing you know. You know what I'm saying? So this is okay, this leads me into this question. Are you still friends with any of your exes? Cause the problem is a lot of people feel See, like they still own their ex. Like, my problem with this is that we didn't prep that question. <laughs> Fair enough. Fair that enough. wasn't on the paper. <laughs> so I'm going to need you to pause and let me think for a second. <laughs> Who's listening to the show? No, let That's me stop. fine. On my end, I'm not. There, I have an ex who we kind of like our first, my first adult experience being with a man like as an 18 year old woman or whatever, barely a woman <laughs> was him. So, so to an extent, definitely still have love for him. Like, on Mother's Day, I still text his mother. But I don't talk that... We, when we talk, it'll literally probably be a three-text conversation. It'll be like, hey, just checking up. And more often than not, it's him reaching out to me. You know what I'm saying? I think right. the last last time I reached out to him... I hope you don't listen to the podcast. That's fine. It's fine. Hey. Because <laughs> it's not bad. You know, if I was bad-mouthing him or something, if this, you know, this type of stuff was true, then... But an issue that I had with him was that he was so attached to his ex. And me and him were together for a year and some change. Mm. And I felt like as soon as his ex had a problem, needed to talk, needed somebody to help her, he was the first person there. Mm. And I'm like, you have a girlfriend, though. So you can't... Mm. Be all involved with me, but the moment your ex needs anything, you run, jump, hop, skip, fly, fly a private fucking jet to get where she is. You know what I'm right. saying? Because that's not fair to me because it's you not. shouldn't be holding somebody, unless it's your mother or your child, to the same caliber as me. You know what right. I'm saying? I don't think that's fair. Because the thing is, she was on the other foot, and every time some man called my phone right. and said he needed to talk at any time of the night, 
I came to his house, oh no, we wouldn't be together anymore. You would have such a problem with that, that it would not be the case at all. Okay, so let me give you the flip side, because now I got to digest the question. Mm -hmm. For the record, no, I do not talk to any of my ex, and that is my final answer. But (laughs) off the record, I was the type of person, like, when I got into college, where, like, I was always, like, not cool with my exes, but, like, I never, like like, ended that bad where people never spoke to me again, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. And I'm, like, such a friendly person, and usually, nine times out of ten, we was in the same circle of friends, yeah. or, like, I would see him when I go somewhere, yeah. you know? So we would always, I would, like, keep in contact with everybody, like, you know, mm-hmm. everybody used to talk to me. Yeah. Like, you know? And then I started dating my boyfriend, and, yeah, like, he was just, like, no. Like, he would call me, like, my ex would call me at night. He'd be like, no, like, you See, need to stop. Like, and that's the... And I'd be like, what? Like, this is weird. Like, yeah, I don't like Transitioning that. Like, into that, especially when that's something you're accustomed to, is for sure weird. I yeah, think, but I respected the fact that, you know, it made him feel uncomfortable. Exactly. And that's the, that's the important part. My thing is, it's okay to be friends with your exes. I'm in no way, shape, or form saying don't be friends with your ex. Right. You have a history with somebody and they know you in a way that other people may not. You know what I'm saying? They experience yeah. something, something with you that, right? you know, other people don't know and that's a comfort. But at the same time, if you have somebody else, you also have to factor in the fact that not to make them feel like don't make them fi- yeah don't make them feel like as soon as your ex call or you know what I'm saying like mm-hmm. or don't be secretive you know what I'm saying it'd be right. different give me the choice like it in I don't know just be like yeah this like person, I'm still cool with my ex how are you I am with this per- exactly yeah. are you comfortable with it this and is, I agree with this that. is what it is this is what it ain't because if I if you leave anything for people to think about yeah. they're gonna think the worst you know? absolutely and there's a certain level of like trust you have in the person that you're dating whenever you date them that you're thinking like i'm that person for that person you know and to think anybody is above you in any way not like god god but like in a sense of like you know a marital status like going up that ladder like thinking Mm -hmm. someone's above you like let's say a baby mom's or like the child that's why people don't ever work out sometimes exactly because when they got and people don't know boundaries and even if the person even if let's say um, you are with your boyfriend, or maybe if you're talk cool with your ex or whatever, and you have a child with the person you're with now. No, let's say you had a child with a man, right? And mm-hmm. y'all don't work out, and now you with this new guy. Mm-hmm. That's why it's important to set boundaries. That yes, this is your child, but if you need this child, call unless between it's working hours. Call when it's appropriate. Don't hit my phone unless unless my child's sick or something. You checking right. in? It's a tragedy that just happened. Like. Be respectful of my man and who I'm, you know what I'm saying? The person yeah, that's but, living in this house. But think about it. Listen, if you put a seed in somebody, like... No, I definitely n- get that. Guys start feeling like you theirs, like, regardless if you date anybody. Yeah, but that's what guys got fucked up because... <laughs> <laughs> with, why we didn't work? Especially if you don't have nothing to right. do with me, why we didn't work, you know what I'm saying? Right, that's true. Yeah, people, regardless of how you feel about someone, you kind of have to put those feelings to the side and still think about boundaries. And that's the problem. This is even outside of the relationship issue. It's a problem that a lot of people have because we don't know how to create boundaries and enforce them. Right. You don't do that. People treat you and say to you and do to you whatever they want to do and you accept it. You have to set those boundaries. And that's what happens in relationships. Before you even get out the relationship, 
Like before you even get to that point where you have to set the boundaries because you're no longer together, you're in a relationship with somebody and you're accepting shit that you would not normally accept. Yeah. Oh, so now listen. he's he's got you wrapped around mm-hmm. his pinky finger, flexing you like it's a new diamond ring from mm-hmm. Felipe's, like on some <laughs> popping shit. You know what I'm saying? So like you don't set any boundaries and then you get out the relationship, you start feeling like this assertive woman and he starts breaking you down. Because he know you, he know exactly what to hit, he know exactly what to say, what to do, Mm -hmm. everything like that. Doing all that stuff that you accepted the first time around, thinking that he could still do it because you still going to say yes and you still going to go back to him. And that's why it should be toxic and then people be pulling their kids away and that's when it gets mad messy. Super messy. So to just nip that in it, first of all... I saw somebody, I saw a quote, and I know I'm going to butcher it, so I'm not, I'm going to paraphrase it. I'm not going to try to quote it. But it's basically like when you see a red flag from somebody that's brand new, it's your cue to go. You know what I'm saying? Because like, if you let those red flags keep going and going and going, that's no longer a red flag. Right. That's like the that's burning bloody pits of hell at this point, and you're letting that happen to you. But if you're just fresh and brand new and you see some stuff that's like, ooh, ooh, that don't um, look like it's good. That don't look like it's healthy for me. No, no. And be all. out. Because I can tell you what, it's it's a very easy to feel like you can fix people or people will change or it's just because it's new and they don't know you. Right. That I type of stuff sticks with y'all to the end. I'm I was telling. actually having a conversation with someone today where he was like, basically, he said that he feels like women don't understand the black man's struggle. And let me tell y'all, like, I feel like this is like a common misunderstanding because mm-hmm. y'all forgetting who was there with the black man during the black man's struggle. Hello. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> it's me. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You make me sick, Jordan. I'm really done with you. <laughs> she did not start singing it down. But okay. But yeah, like, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Like, we was there through it all. You know what I'm saying? We talked about that totem pole thing yeah. where the black woman is yeah. at the very bottom. The very bottom. So whatever end. your struggle is, add woman and then multiply black mm-hmm. because that's what we are. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Nobody's that understanding anymore. And yeah. I feel like the more women push to show affection, men push away. And yeah. Then, oh, and then downhill it goes. Yeah. Super spend quick. the rest of our lives chasing love. That's if you're a hopeless romantic. Me, I'm a thug. So. <laughs> I'm a bi. Right. <laughs> Y'all stay strong. That's so funny. Yeah. Oh my gosh, this is so true. This is very true. And it's like it. You would think like as you get older, like shit would get easier. No, like, it you gets stop more fucking complicated. With, like, younger guys or whatever. Mm-hmm. It gets worse. It gets more. You know why? Because when you get older, people have baggage that they're adding to yours. Baggage. They have baggage that they're not willing to, to let go of. Mm-mm. Or they're a freaking bag, baggage magnet. And every time <laughs> every time they go somewhere, they pick up some stuff that's not necessary and they bring it right, right. to your front door. Right. And there's Scary. people who don't know how to love. Like, that's like my biggest fear. Oh. Like, people who don't know how to show love. Like, not even like, don't be kissing up all on me. Like, you know, like doing the most. I'm talking about like, showing me you love me through your actions. Yeah. Like, showing me you love me through the words. Like, mm-hmm. I'm like really big on like writing how I feel. Mm-hmm. So like, write me a note and tell me exactly how you feel. Or even like, tell me on the phone. Let's talk and you tell me how you, I love people like that. People who are like shut down and cold, which most people who've been hurt a lot of times are, it's too much work to peel back all the layers. 
Yeah. As I get older, like has I'm to lazier suffer from the stuff that yeah. they have, have experienced. That's such a and that's why no one's <sighs> dating anymore. Girl. No one wants to peel back all that baggage and layers yeah. of like scars. Every, you like have. people literally feel like because they're hurt, nobody get. They don't deserve. I don't know if they feel like they don't deserve to be loved, but nobody gets a chance to love them the way that they deserve to be loved. Right. Because they're so caught up in what happened with someone else, forgetting the fact that you're not the one who did it to them. Mm. Mm. Yeah, I'm just saying, y'all out here just <laughs> missing out on some good stuff because. No, seriously. We went off on a major tangent. A super major tangent. But it made because... a lot of sense. I hope it made sense. <laughs> I really do. Yeah. No, but yeah, Insecure is really a dope show. And it reminds me of like Sex in the City meets old school girlfriends meets new school girls trip. Mm-hmm. That's what it kind of reminds me oh, of. Oh, that's insightful. Yeah. By the so, way, like, Girls Trip was so funny. So funny, <laughs> bitch. <laughs> I thought I was going to pee myself when that fucking grapefruit came out. I was dying. Bruh. How was it? Well, we'll talk about that. Yeah, we'll talk, yeah. We'll talk about that. <laughs> But yeah, yeah, like it's like the all black like show that's good and fun loving, but also real raw and on honest. And mm-hmm. I fuck with Issa Rae so I fucking cursed a lot this episode. <laughs> I'm so annoyed. I did not mean that. But um, Issa Rae is so dope. Like she's like a creative, uh, inspirational person, mm-hmm. a phenomenal woman, a like. She makes sense when she speaks. Like, you know how hard it is? Real yeah. Like, is- not that fake ice frosting on a fucking cake. Oh, my God. Frosting on a cake stuff. <laughs> Jordan's over here. Like- I'm, like, laughing because every time she does it, she's like, oh, my God. I can't believe I just. I got to stop cursing. But, yeah. Yeah. If you love Issa and want to know more about her and her life and what she's done and how awesome she is, read her book. Yeah. Awkward Black Girl. So it's good. Yellow. It was a great read. It was quick if it, for y'all who are lazy and don't like to actually read books. Yeah, the words are pretty big. In the book? Yeah. No, it's not. Yes, it is. She reads. She That book is written how she talks on the show. No, not big words like large words. I mean, oh. like like the font. Oh. Thank <laughs> <laughs> I read the book. <laughs> yeah, okay. I think it I was still have, I think my mom has that book. He yeah. lent it to me and I gave it to my mom. <laughs> I'm sorry. But yeah, Insecure is dope. If you don't have HBO, do the 30 day subscription and then cancel it. Thanks. So you can binge watch it like when you have like a week off or something. Mm-hmm. Don't tell HBO I said that. Right. Or just get your friend's password. Oh, oh yeah. Get, you, have get them, your friend's watch it with Watch it with them on, on your, your computer. laptop. <laughs> And, and when you sign in, click save password. Exactly. That's how exactly. it's on my laptop. <laughs> That's probably mine. No, it's not. I don't know my password, so. But yeah, um, Insecure is dope. So, yeah. Fresh Face yeah. with Jordan James. So, Fresh Face, let me just backtrack. So, I decided to be super skin guru and Google some stuff and figure some stuff out. Let me just tell you how Google is your friend, but it's sometimes your worst enemy. <laughs> So I read somewhere. You self diagnose yourself. No, I didn't self diagnose. I tried to uh, self medicate and it didn't work. <laughs> oh, so, that's worse. Mm-hmm. So I read somewhere if you take collagen, you know, it helps clear your skin up. Collagen for your hair? For, it's hair, skin, nails. Yeah. Because it's supposed to be, it's supposed to help you repair damaged tissue mm-hmm. and prevent damage from happening. Mm hmm. Mm-hmm. So. 
I take it, and I should have known something was probably not incorrect about it, but I probably should have read a little more. So I bought it, NeoCell was the brand, and you have to take six tablets, right? A day. Facts. So at first I'm like, this seems... That is a signal right there. I'm like, this seems a little um, excessive, so I'll take three. So I started taking three for the first week. After that, I started taking a six, but I took three in the morning, three when I got home from work. That's a lot of collagen. So, but here's the thing. The doses wasn't that big. I just don't know if the compounds don't, how, how to get it in a pill form. I don't know. So, and I'm reading it everywhere. It's saying like, take the full dosage, you'll be fine. Da, da, da. So I noticed that my face started looking like a crunch bar. And I'm thinking, you know, maybe the collagen is just kicking in. Like maybe it's pushing everything to the surface and my skin's about to pop. Well, it didn't. It sure did. Uh-uh. I was walking around. Like, I'm not really insecure about my skin because I just, I know how to fix it. So, like, when things happen, I'm like, oh, just do X, Y, and Z and get it together. Also, never had a reason to be insecure about it. But at the same time, I've never really had an acne problem. So, that's probably half the battle, you know? Right. Anyhow, I'm like, let me just phase out some stuff and see if that's what's setting my skin off. So I was oil cleansing. I stopped oil cleansing for a little bit. Face isn't changing. Changed my face like a different face wash. That didn't clear it up. And I, something told me like, stop taking the collagen. <laughs> Bingo. So I stopped taking the collagen and my face, like it didn't completely go away because at this point it's like three weeks of three pills, six pills a day in my face. But my face started clearing up and I did further research and- you know how you're supposed to drink half your weight in ounces in water? You're supposed to drink like six gallons a day or something like that to keep your flushed, everything flushed out. So, it's not really six gallons, but it's something like way more than I would ever drink in a day. Right. My bladder can't even hold that. Like, no. I might as well do put my desk in the bathroom. <laughs> so, I'm like, oh, you know, that's probably why my face is breaking out. I say all this to say... I'm not trying that shit out again. Yeah. Y'all can keep the collagen. <laughs> and it, it, it's not It's not that big of a deal for me anymore. I tried some. It didn't work. That's fine. Move on. You know, whatever. But I do say all this to say, in the process of repairing my skin, because I needed to, like, obviously get rid of that layer so that new, healthy, pretty skin can grow, um, I bought <laughs> Dolly Moves Pink Himalayan Salt Facial Scrub. Let me tell y'all, this stuff is amazing. So... There's like all types of stuff in it, but obviously it's pink Himalayan salt, um, strawberry leaves. There is eucalyptus, essential oil in it, and of course, like other things. The consistency feels like sand, so it's like fine, but it still like gets in there. And I think that was like half the problem because I was kind of using like a more coarse um, um, like face scrub. So I think it was really getting everything. I'll tell you, the stuff smells delicious. The shop is located in Montclair, but you can order online. And I'm pretty sure the social media is at Dolly Moo. Don't quote me. We'll link it in the episode description. But there will be a blog post too. My face looks better than it has been. It's still recovering because I, I just started back oil cleansing again. But That's don't. Good. It looks good. Don't take that collagen shit unless you I want to try the scrub. Yeah, it's great. Yeah, d- different things like you got to be careful what you try. You do. Because me and my skin is so sensitive too. Like, if I even eat something that I know I shouldn't eat, it's there, like, mm-hmm. the next morning. Mm-hmm. It'd be like, I told you. Right. But, yeah. Um, just to wrap up, we are looking for, like, three to five volunteers to help us on Sunday give out the um, bag. So, if anyone is interested, 
please feel free to email us. Um, it's on our bio. It's pretty much anything. You can DM us. You can write it under the caption, whatever. Um, we are trying to make a substantial amount of bags and give them out. So anyone, anyone can help. That'd mm-hmm. be cool. Um, yeah, and we're still accepting donations. Just oh, because yeah. we hit our goal does not mean that the work Up is done. Up until Sunday, we are collecting collecting donations. Definitely, yes. it will be a full weekend of bag making. Mm-hmm. So yeah, if you even have like, if you're like a vendor or anything, and you have something you want to put in the bags, like right. that's cool too. Because so. we're also providing hygiene products, deodorant, yeah. lotion, lip balms, exactly. Deo- yeah, all that. So. I even have, like, mini shampoos and conditioners someone donated, which was really cool. Mm-hmm. So, yeah. Do you have anything else? Um, I can't think of anything. Um, let's shout out the name of the wine we're drinking. Oh, yes. So, this is, like, actually my fave. It's Dornfelder. Now, for people who are, like, actual um, wine connoisseurs, I really don't think this is, like, your wine. But <laughs> it's, um, you know, people who like expensive bottles from countries that are foreign. But <laughs> this is great. It's a sweet red. It's amazing. Yeah, it's really good. This is my first red. I'm a Moscato girl. Real ratchet. Yeah, we got to bump you up. <laughs> <laughs> but I like the Bartenerus Moscato, the one in the blue bottle. Mm-hmm. It's expensive. It's really good. Pitch ass not. <laughs> it is sparkly ass juice. But it's good. It's Don't good get me wrong. Hell. I would drink that any day of the week. Yes, it is good. And it's $15, so I feel very bougie when I buy it because I used to get barefoot for $7.99. <laughs> So I definitely made a come up. All right. Shout out to Barefoot. Shout out to Barefoot. Hold us down all through college. All right. That's a wrap.